I want to try to convince you that having a clear inbox is a good idea. So let me describe it to you this way. Have you ever been in an airplane and it's a rainy, cloudy day? And this is kind of crazy the first time it happens, but you, the plane goes up and higher and higher and eventually you get to the clouds and it gets even worse. It's just all this, you can't even see the airplane wing, let alone the sky or the ground or anything. And it's raining, but all of a sudden you poof through the clouds and you're above them and you can see for a hundred miles, maybe not that far, but it seems like it, you've got a blue sky above you and it's a sunny, beautiful day. That's how it is with our communication and digital world. If we are constantly looking at all of our communications like chat and email, uh, first of all, go to my previous episode, Task Watch, the number one task killer and stress inducer, and listen to that one first. But um, for those of you that have already listened to that, you know that <clears throat> we shouldn't be having email and chat rule our day, but there's a next level to it. We also need to get through it all the way to zero because otherwise there's all these priorities. There's all these um, tasks, all these things to read and do that are grabbing at our attention constantly. And we're just doing whatever is right in front of us. And maybe just maybe trying to get to that one thing we want to get done every day. Um, like a, a real task that we had, we were excited to get to, maybe we're trying to get at that, but it's just right in our face, just like going through the clouds or being in the rain um, before you get through up to the top of the clouds. What happens when you get through your email, which I'm going to show you how to do that in this episode, and we can do it quickly. And I've got the process down for you to exactly what you can do with each email to decide on it. And so that you can get to zero easily, I'm going to give you a system for that. So. Once you do that though, you have now processed everything that there is to do all the new inputs and they're in your three lists that I'll talk about. And then you're ready for the day. It's like you poof through the clouds and you know that everything that is on your couple lists, your few lists, you can now see and know exactly which one to do. And you don't have that bombarding priorities and doing this and just pushing until something else takes your attention. So you can just let all that go and it's beneath you, not in a weird way, but just like in my picture, the clouds are now beneath you. The craziness is down there and you can just settle knowing that there's nothing that's vying for your attention that you need to pay attention to. You've already processed everything and knowing exactly what you need to do next and what to do next and what's best next. And you can have that if you just keep a routine of getting through your email every day it will really, really help you in the long term. So today, if you're still with me and excited about that and believe me, then I have a really, really packed episode full of value for you. This is definitely one of those podcasts where all of my training on this stuff and boiling it down for you is really going to be helpful. So you don't have to read multiple books on this stuff and put it into practice and experiment with it for years even, you can take my system and run with it today. So let's get started. First, we're gonna set your email inbox up for success. And with our inputs, email and chat, I just think of kind of as one bucket. So we're gonna set up your applications for success so you can 
have a good foundation, then I'm going to tell you the six things that you can do with any email so that you can get through the list, uh, get through your email quickly and just look at my checklist. Uh, just look, go through the list of things you can do with any email quickly and know uh, once you get through that list with an email, you can archive it and be done with it. So we're going to talk through the six things. Second, we're going to talk through the six things you can do with any email. And then lastly, we're just briefly going to touch on how you can make this successful going forward day after day so that you can stay above the clouds. Uh, you can reach gooder, better, higher in altitudes. And uh, I don't know. Let's see where your life could take you after that. Let's get started. Welcome to the TimeSmith Podcast. I am Robert Smith, founder of TimeSmith. You may have guessed that. Before we get started, I want to tell you about a free gift to you that you can actually use to follow along during this episode too. You'll find it at timesmith.work forward slash email, and it is a email processing guide. It's just two pages, and it gives you the checklist of the six things you can do with any email, and then it describes the three lists that you can have uh, that some of that information from your email will go on. You'll learn more as we go, uh, but it's everything you need boiled down into two page cheat sheet. So download that for free Rob, or timesmith.work forward slash email. All right. So for this first part, setting up your email and chat applications for success, we're going to break it down into just three steps. First is to delete all your folders. Second is to uh, delete all your email rules. And third is to archive every email prior to today. So let's get started and I'll describe this just a little bit more. So take all your email from all your different folders besides your inbox. At the end of all of this, we just need two folders, inbox and archive. Or for Outlook users, I think deleted. At least for me, deleted is my archive folder. It never permanently deletes. Thus, it's really just an archive folder. It's not a delete folder, but whatever. It's called a delete folder. So you need two folders. Inbox, all your email gets into that one inbox. And then archive. So that's where every email goes after you process it. You can search it later easily. So get rid of, uh, take all your emails from your different folders and put them in your archive file or archive folder, and then delete all your other folders. You don't need them. It's just a lot of extra complexity to have to look at all of those and sort it and maybe even have rules where new emails are going in there. But we want you to be have a very simplified streamlined system because it's what works. If you got a decent amount of physical mail, you want to go out front and nail in four, five, six more mailboxes in front of your house, would you? No, that doesn't make it doesn't make helpful. Uh, that doesn't make sense. That's not helpful for you. It's better to have one mailbox that you get everything into and you go through at one time. So get rid of all those folders. You can search easily enough in your archive folder for anything you're going to need to reference after the fact. Then delete all your, all your email rules because we're going to start that over again. And we're going to freshen up your email rules so that they're not complex and also some of those might be broken now that you deleted your different folders. So delete all your email rules. All right, the third step is to delete. And when I say delete, I mean archive. So if you hear me say delete, I just mean archive. So you're gonna archive all of your folder, all your emails prior to today, uh, assuming that you have, you know, five, 10 emails from today already. Um, if you 
don't, then just archive anything prior to yesterday so that you have some of emails to practice as we go through this. So I'm giving you a one-time pass. You don't get to archive all your email ever again. Um, or maybe after vacation if you want to. I do that sometimes. Anyways, archive all your email. This is a one-time thing because you have to start with a good foundation going forward and we're gonna keep you at zero and it's really not needed or practical to go through every single email that you have in your entire inbox. If you're like the average person, <laughs> that means that you have 1,600 unread emails in your inbox. Today, you are no longer the average person you will have way less than that, so I'm excited for you. All right, so now <clears throat> you are ready to go. You have no folders besides your inbox and archive. Your All your email rules are deleted and you've archived all your past emails except for maybe 10 or so that are left for you to practice with. And you're ready to go. So the first thing that I need to teach you about this is that every email has to go into archive after you process it. So you do not leave any email in your inbox. Any, your email inbox is a really bad waiting list, which I'll get into in a second, where you're kind of like waiting on somebody to get back to you for something, so you just kind of leave it in your email. Not anymore. We're gonna have a dedicated waiting list. It's bad task list. Oh, there's a thing I need to get to, um, so I'll leave it in my email so that I get to it. Bad task list. It's also a bad reminder system in general. Email functions best when you can get through all of it, make a decision on every single thing, and there's good strategies for shrinking your inbox over time, which I'll talk about in future episodes, so that you don't have as much in general. All right, so now you know our objective of email. It is to get inputs from other people outside of you, and it's going, it's to process each one, make a decision on it, and then put it in archive once you're done with it. That's all that processing is, taking one thing at a time and making a decision on it. Once you've done that, you move it to archive. Got it? Every email in your inbox goes to archive. At the end, you'll have no more emails in your inbox or chat in your unread, uh, and no more unread chats. And that will be an amazing feeling of done, which you need feelings of done to give you momentum and keep you coming back for more. It's sustainable and it's good for you. So trust me, don't have a big inbox full of stuff. You can do this and I'm going to help you with the six things you can do with any email. So now that we've gotten that taken care of, that this really is possible and you're gonna just practice and get better at it and make it happen and you're gonna get clear, you're gonna get above the clouds. So the six things that you can do with any email, the bad news is that there's six things and I can't do less than that. Uh, and the other bad news is it can be a combination. So you can do one of these six things at the minimum or uh, it could be that you need to do multiple of them with the same email. So there's, it could be a combination or singular, but the good news is that I have boiled this down to you so it's exhaustive and comprehensive, so you don't have to worry about the nuances. You can just use my exact system and you'll be good, okay? So follow along in my guide. If you haven't already downloaded that, you can do that now. It's at timesmith.work forward slash email. And all of this stuff goes for chat too. 
So the thing with chat is you're just going to make it red instead of moving it to archive. You just make it red once you've processed it. So right now, any new chat should be unread that you need to get to. All right. So the first thing you can do is after you read it is, did you ever need to read it? If not archive it, but before you just archive it, is it a recurring email? If it's recurring, then make a rule to always autom automatically archive it. This is the easiest thing to do, unless it's a legit source that you trust, then you can click the unsubscribe button, but even spammers have unsubscribe. And really that just means that's just kind of like, it could be phishing even where they're just taking you to a bad site or uh, it kind of legitimizes your email. So now they know that you're a real person with that email address so they can just sell your email address. So don't unsubscribe unless you know it's a legitimate source, then you can unsubscribe. Otherwise just make a, a rule that you always delete those emails. That's number one. See, this isn't so bad. Number two is does the email have something, if it's not just ready to be archived, all you did, had to do is read it. There's gotta be something you've got to do with it, some communication or task. So that's what the rest of the five things are for. So is it a task? Something in the email, make it so that you now have a task. Maybe your boss emailed back and approved the draft that you have set up. So now you can, maybe it's a draft bulk email you're going to send to all your customers. So he approves it or she approves it. And now you can go and send it, but that's going to take some effort. It's going to take some time to go set that up in a bulk way and send it out to all your customers. So now you have a task to do from that email, something like that. If you have a task that's less than 15 minutes, do it now. This is going to keep your tasks list task lists low. And it's where I'm a little bit different than other productivity people. They say to do anything that's less than two minutes, but the amount of communication and things that comes our way these days, I just say, get through anything less than 15 minutes and you'll, you will keep things off of your lists. And that's a beautiful thing. And you're already thinking about it. It's right there in front of you. Just do it 15 minutes or less. Go do it. So if it takes 15, if you think it's going to take less than 15 minutes to send out that bulk email, just go do it right now. Then you can arc after that, you can archive the email and you're totally done with it. And it's amazing. You don't have to have a giant next list that grows and grows. If it's going to take longer than 15 minutes, that's where you put it on your next list. What's a next list. It's just a different word. Next is just a different word for task or to do. So it's your task list. If it's going to take longer than 15 minutes, put it on your task list. I say, don't use whatever task list you have right now, unless you're actually keeping up with your tasks. If your task list is huge and just in general, I say, just start fresh. Okay. If you're following some of my methods, um, my task list is really two to five things max at any time. Some of the other things I teach, you'll learn more about that. If it's going to be 15 minutes or more, put it on your task list and just write it down, take out a blank piece of paper and just write next at the top and then just write a line item, send bulk email to customers. That's all you need to do. And now you can archive that email. All right. The third thing that, well, so that's four, you can make a rule or you can just archive it cause you've read it and that's all you needed. 
um, and maybe set up a rule to automatically archive in the future if you didn't if you don't need to see those in the future. Two, you can do it if it's a task, do it now if it's less than 15 minutes. Third, the third option is is it longer than 15 minutes? Put it on a next on your next list and don't do it yet. Just but you can still archive the email. All right, the fourth thing you can do is if it's something you're waiting on, then you put it on a waiting list. So this is the second list you need is a waiting list. Take out another piece of paper, put waiting at the top and just write what it is. An example might be if a customer asks me a question about a report they need and if I can do it, maybe I would, it's kind of a task because I got to think about what the thing is that they need. And if we can do it, might do just a little bit of research. Maybe that takes me five minutes or something. And then I realize, well, I have a few more questions for them. So I email them back. Well, now I'm waiting on them. Maybe they forget to get back to me, or maybe this is a different example where it's something that it's a project you want to keep moving forward and not get lost and uh, not fall through the cracks. You need a waiting list um, just to keep up on the things that you've sent and there's nothing more for you to do, but you need, you're waiting on somebody else to give you information or do the thing. So maybe I get that email, I research it a little bit, realize we can do it, but I need a few questions answered. I email back my customer and then now I'm waiting on them for their response. I archive the email and I write on my waiting list, waiting on Susie for requirements of the script for housing module. Just write waiting on who you're waiting on it from and then what the thing is you're waiting on just enough to jog your memory later and in your daily routine you're just going to look at your waiting lists on Tuesdays and Thursdays and that's all you need to do. Now you can archive that email and know that there's no stress or thing in the back of your mind like what if they don't get back or I'm just waiting on them forever or what if I forget. You don't have to because it's right there on your list. You don't need to worry about forgetting. That's the fourth thing you can do. Put it on your waiting list. All right, the fifth thing you can do with an email is put it on a meeting list. So you need a meeting list for each recurring meeting that you attend. So your team meetings, your uh, meetings with your manager or your direct reports or your customers, wherever there's a discussion happening in regularly, you need a list for each one of those. So when you're meeting with customer A, you can just look at the things that you need to discuss with them and just go through each one. And that's, you haven't forgotten anything and it's all right there. So those are the, that's the third of three. So you're in the clear now. Those are the only three lists you need. Next list, waiting list, and now a meeting list for each of your recurring meetings. But it's worth it. I know that might sound like a decent amount if you have a uh, few or a good amount of meetings, but this can even just be like a document on your computer that has a heading for each meeting and you just put a note of something you need to discuss. However, it's not overwhelming, whatever that looks like, but it's so worth it because this is a huge hack for getting less email and you being, you giving people less email is to have a recurring meeting list for each of your recurring meetings. So. Maybe that last example where somebody asked me if I could do a report, I realized I need, it would be good if we could just ask if I could understand their needs more. So it'd be a back and forth discussion would just be valuable. And our recurring meeting is coming up soon anyway. So it might just be best to discuss it 
in person than over email. Now, instead of emailing them, asking questions, and then them getting back to me and maybe me needing to ask additional questions and going back and forth for the next day or two, I just simply write it on my recurring meeting list for that meeting that's coming up with them. And I tell them, yes, it looks, we should be able to do this report. I think it just needs a little bit more of a discussion so I can understand your needs. I've written this down for our, to discuss our next meeting. If you need anything sooner, let me know. And I'm happy to talk earlier, or we can continue to communicate in email that way. They know what to expect that you're going to, when you're going to bring it up and you're not going back and forth on something. When I first started my role as a customer success manager, my customers were used to this and from past uh, success managers, they would just email me constantly asking for guides and how to do this and that, but I didn't have time to really move them forward and their projects forward and ask, answer every little question that they had. Plus we had a knowledge base that they could use and I couldn't always get back to them right away. So. Um, I started asking them what their time frame was and if we could discuss it on our next call that I wanted to get them a comprehensive answer but understand their needs a little bit better. And one, those that significantly decreased my email, probably by 60%, I would guess. But also, it decreased their email. Now they have less and we can discuss it. But third, a lot of times when I went to actually ask them why they needed the screenshots or whatever they needed, it, in discussion, it came up their deeper needs of what business processes they needed for that thing. And so we were able to discuss it in a lot better way and get to a root and maybe even give them a better solution than what they thought that they needed. So meetings are better. If you already have recurring meetings, just use those to bring up items and cut down on your email. And then the sixth option, um, first one is just archive it. You don't need to do anything with it. Maybe set up a rule to auto archive in the future. Second thing is to just do it if it's less than 15 minutes in a task. Third thing is to just put is to put it on your next list if it's longer than 15 minutes to do. Third thing is putting it on your waiting list if you're waiting on anybody for anything. Fifth is to put it on your recurring meeting list with that person if you have one. And the sixth and final thing is if it's a one-time meeting. Let's say that this is a project that has just come to a head. There's been a lot of communication back and forth and it doesn't feel like email or chat is really getting us anywhere. At that point, just set up a meeting with those uh, participants and put a note in what you want to discuss next to it. So at least this, for me, this is how I do it. I set up the meeting and then I create a parallel meeting right next to it and that just says notes colon for, and then the meeting title. And then inside I just give the notes of the thing I need to discuss during that call. So I can remember at the time. So those are the six things. Um, again, it can be a combination or it can just be one of those, but once you're done doing things, adding things to your waiting list, adding things to your meeting list or setting up meetings for it, archive it. You're done with it. It is out of your email inbox and the information that you need, whether to do a task, to follow up on an item, or to discuss it further is elsewhere and in a better place so that it's really easy to access when you need it. And now you archive that email and you have done it, my friend. You have gotten through your email. Okay, a couple tips for this. First, 
I suggest you unsubscribe or auto-archive everything in the gray area. What do I mean by gray area? There's obvious spam and things you just don't want and that you never want to see again and you can auto-archive easily. There's other recurring emails that you really get a lot of value out of and you're excited about. But there's a huge gray area. If you want to shrink your inbox uh, on a daily basis and not have as much to process, we all have like newsletters and things that we subscribe to and maybe it was valuable one time but we feel bad because we don't really read them anymore. Those are the gray area ones. And just in organizing in general, if it's up in the air, I say just auto-archive it or unsubscribe so you don't have to see it again. If it's important, it will come back to mind and you can go and resubscribe or delete that rule and start seeing them again. But that's just a tip. If it's in the gray area and you're not sure on those emails, just auto-archive or unsubscribe. Another tip is process everything in one sitting. Get all the way to zero so that every day you have at least one point uh, where you've gotten down to zero. I also suggest that that be first thing in the morning because email and chat, it's not quite important enough to where you can't put it off. What I mean by that, if you wait till later in the day, it's really easy to put it off and you're tired. But if you do email and chat first thing and get through all of it, then um, you're off the hook and it enables you to get to your other things that you really want to get to. So it kind of acts as a reward. You have more energy to do it and it becomes more important to do because it allows you to get to those other things. So I suggest doing it first thing. I know that it goes against other common wisdom, but if you're able to get through it all and process it all and be done with it, get clear and feel like no stress about those possible things there in your inbox and now go work, on those important things, I think it's worth it to just do it first and get it done with, and that's really the only time that I've seen work. Um, if you have a bunch of chat channels, I suggest that you don't worry about reading any chat channels except for the ones that matter to you. So if you have a direct team or maybe one or two other channels that you actively find value in and participate in, I recommend pinning those, at least in teams. So what I do, you pin those um, channels and read those every day during your processing, but the rest you can leave unread. Your app mentions and your direct chats, read all of those and get all of those read. If you have Jira or Salesforce or other uh, software where you have in notifications there as well, that's actually another inbox by the technical word of inbox and you always wanna decrease your inboxes if you can so that you have less places to look. If you really can remember and find value in having your uh, notifications and things in like Salesforce and so you go there and you're looking through your notifications in Salesforce instead of email, that's fine, but I recommend have all those other areas forward to your email so that you have just your email that one place to get through everything. For those someday things like maybe you get an email and it's a possible opportunity for one day but not just feels like not right now you're forced to make a decision on it because you're getting your inbox to zero and you've got to do something with that email and you're kind of excited but kind of not as I just archive it but that's after a long time of doing this and realizing that the really great opportunities are the only ones that are really going to be worth pursuing and that you're going to do and the rest are kind of not worth it and you should just archive it. But 
for those that are starting out of this, I'll give you an out, write it in a note. So use a note app and tell yourself that you're gonna go through your notes again someday, maybe put it in a category and just write a note on it so that it's somewhere um, for you to remember and look at again. I use the PARA method for notes, P-A-R-A, and it's a good system that you can easily go recollect and find those things again. Other people have a someday list. Uh, it's just like a waiting list or next list, but it's those someday or maybe items. And in years of having a someday list, I don't think I ever did a single one. It's kind of more like a, you feel bad saying no to, so you put it there thing. And it's better just to have that stuff out of our lives. But if you really want it, you can have a someday list or just write a note for it. I have tons of ideas I don't know if I'm gonna do anything with, and I just put those all in notes. Um, and I categorize them with the PAR method. All right, you've gotten through the good chunk of uh, value from this podcast. Now let's just make sure that you can do this ongoing. So how do we make sure to keep this successful? I've already hinted at it big time. Do this first thing every day and do it every day. Key is routine, a habit, a daily routine, and you get through it every day, you're good. Will you be 100% every single day? Probably not, but if you miss a day because of something, it's once you get this down, it's not a big deal at all. The next day, you can still quickly get through all of your email, and so try to, but try to get through it every day, and you'll keep yourself on top of it and feel great about it. Uh, get all the way to zero once, and then the rest of the day, you do not need to keep your email or chat clear. In fact, I recommend strongly that you don't worry about it. Many of us will you know, do it again in the afternoon, maybe go all the way to zero again once or twice more, but I don't recommend that. I just recommend get it all the way to zero. You can look at my last episode for why I believe that email and chat is a 24-hour uh, communication tool, uh, not immediate and not within a short time frame. So get through it all once, and then you can check it just a few more times during the day just to see if there's anything urgent, but you don't need to reply to any of it because you know you're gonna get to it tomorrow morning when you do this again. If you really want to though, you can get it all the way to zero, but please do not get a, a later, but please do not obsess over it and just constantly need it at zero because then you'll be undoing all the work that I've gotten <laughs> brought you so far to in just getting clear and being able to move away from it and do other things and not worry about your email and chat or be bombarded by it. So um, don't obsess over it. You can check it a few more times, but make sure you get it all the way done first thing and then you can check a couple more times just for urgent things if you want. All right, thank you guys for joining. I do have one more exciting announcement, which is a new service I am uh, interested in providing. It is outsourcing this stuff, so maybe you are excited to learn these things, but you'd rather just focus on the tasks at hand and let somebody do your email processing and chat processing for you and give you a daily digest and surface anything that's immediate for you. Um, that's a service that I offer. So email me if you're interested, robert at timesmith.work. And uh, besides that, don't forget about my free gift, the checklist, that's the email processing checklist and guide. So that helps you process everything and gives you the lists that you need and describes them in more detail. It's your two page cheat sheet for free at timesmith.work forward slash email.
All right, that is all for the P step in the power routine processing. Next week, we're gonna be talking about the O phase, which is the open your lists phase to understand each day in your power routine when you open your lists and you can figure out exactly what to do next and how, and I'll talk through how to maintain good lists so that you are set up for success. <laughs>